Prepare to be captivated by the business story of the week, hosted by me, Shaheen Shan. Join us on a journey through the twists and turns of entrepreneurial triumphs and setbacks. Immerse yourself in the narrative and witness the magic that turns dreams into reality. This is Business Story of the Week. And we are on. Welcome to another episode of Business Story of the Week. Today, we have a special guest for you. Aaron has a message that impacts millions, and he's traveled the world sharing it with organizations and teams. Aaron is a worldwide speaker. Uh, He likes to create strategies that create true change and impact that allow people to rethink their past beliefs. And we're going to get into that. He has been working in the speaking workshop consulting area. And another thing that's interesting with Aaron is that he is also, as we've had three guests already that are visually impaired, visually impaired. Uh, Aaron, welcome to the show. Very nice to see you. Yeah, thank you for having me. Excited to, excited to chat. So tell us a little bit about your business story of the week. Yeah. So, you know, to dive in my short kind of background and, and, you know, business now is, so like you said, I'm legally blind for me. What that means is I have no vision at all in my right eye, very limited. my left. I see out of a tiny hole, played football at Tulane university, became the first legally blind division one athletes playing the game, was named a team captain, went on to become an NFL free agent. And now I'm an entrepreneur and a speaker. And so I run two businesses now. The first one is, you know, my speaking and consulting with, you know, companies, conferences, sports teams around the world, whether that be for, you know, a keynote, a workshop, or longer term consulting work that I do with companies. I also run a company called Initiate Connections, where we essentially, you know, help other speakers grow and scale their business the same way that, you know, I've been able to do it in mine. And, you know, it's basically a full scale uh, consulting company. So those are kind of the two things I, I run now. Holy smoke. Okay, so this is interesting. Because I think what I heard you say is that you started playing football as somebody who's legally blind. Is that right? Correct. Correct. Wow. So were you born blind or is it something that happened to you along the way in your life? Yeah, so I was born. Um, so no, no, nothing different. Wow. And for the people listening and watching – Can you, so the guy we had on before, Chad Foster, really interesting guy. He lived until 21 with perfect eyesight. And then at 21, he realized he had some genetic disease and poof, the the guy went blind. Pretty much, he said, over the course of a few days. And that was it. What's it like, in brief, I know it's, it's very complex, but what's it like being a blind person in the world of business and what's it like never having have truly seen before? Yeah. I mean, in the world in general, I mean, let's, let's put it this way. You know, I have a little bit of sight, not, not a ton, obviously there's certain things that are, you know, I can't do like driving a car or things that are challenging for me, like, you know, crossing the street or cooking a meal, like those types of little things. But like, I, I'm a believer that like, it doesn't affect the big things. Like growing a business is about how smart, how effective, how, um, good you are at the world of business. You know, it affects more of like day-to-day things a lot more than it affects, you know, how I run and scale businesses, how I was able to play sports, that type of stuff. It affects more of like, 
if I go out now and cross the street, finding a way to get across, or I go to the airport, finding my plane, like those are the things that affect more of is my opinion. Fascinating. Okay. So in your coaching, in your coaching where you talk to companies, Fortune 500, Fortune 50 companies who bring you on, what are the key tips and the strategic tips uh, that you give uh, companies, CEOs, entrepreneurs as far as how to succeed? Yeah, so that's not really the type of stuff that we, you know, work on to be transparent. And so, you know, the areas of focus fall into, you know, a few things when I'm working with, for example, companies, it falls into you know, either that overcoming adversity and resilience side of things. And that's really more just in a speaking engagement or a workshop and, you know, teaching people, you know, to focus on things like gratitude, to focus on, you know, uh, the things that they can control, that type of stuff. Now, when it comes to companies as well, there's a lot of other areas, whether it be the leadership development side of things and, and working with teams to, you know, build better leaders to, you know, step into that role, as well as oftentimes companies bring, you know, me and my team in to work on, you know, what we call working with people with different disabilities. And so, you know, we have a lot of companies that bring us in to, you know, help them create a structure, create a plan for how they can allow individuals with different disabilities to succeed, how they can optimize things like their, you know, hiring process, how they can adjust different things so those individuals can accomplish the same goals and, and allow for a greater understanding of, you know, putting people in the right place and, and allowing those individuals to succeed. Wow. So if you get somebody who has a disability and tells you, Aaron, you know what? I'm in this big company. I just don't know if I'm going to make it. Everybody here is like, seems sharper than me. They seem brighter than me. And I just don't know how to overcome this level of adversity that I have in this corporate structure. How do you coach them? What do you do to, to get them back up? Yeah. So there's two things we tell to a company and, and if, like it's, it's, it's two-sided. Yes. The, the company needs to allow for this realm of belonging, this realm of allowing people to succeed and, and helping individuals with disabilities, creating the right accommodations and working with them at the same time. It's just as important, if not more important for the individual to take responsibility for their own actions. If an organization and a lot of people are going to hear this and, and disagree with what I'm about to say, and that's okay. If an organization has everything in place and is giving you the accommodations you need, helping push you to succeed and you're not succeeding, it is your fault. It's not the company's fault. That is 100% on you. I, it, I don't care what disability you have. Like, It comes down to the point where the company needs to put that stuff in place, and, and we help companies with that. At the same time, you, as someone, whether you have a disability or not, you need to take responsibility for your own actions. And if the company is doing that, but you aren't telling them you need accommodations, if you aren't saying, hey, I'm struggling in this area, can you help me here? Or, hey, working with them to figure out the best path, it ultimately comes back to you and putting you in the right place to uh, speak up and, and ask for the help that you need. Tell me about strategic thinking. How do you encourage people to think strategically and what are the, what are the key elements of that? Yeah, I mean, in, in that side of things, it's about, you know, what can you do and what can't you do? You know, if I was in a role where I had to, you know, look at Excel spreadsheets all day, you know, that, you know, probably wouldn't be the best fit. And it might be working with, you know, the managers, the teams to understand, you know, how can we create a creative solution? And that could be as simple as, you know, uh, 
delegating certain work to other people and then taking on certain pieces of other people's work. And so in the corporate structure, when it comes to that, it's figuring out unique solutions in that realm. Now on my other business, when we work with speakers, for example, and help them grow and scale, it's about, you know, where are you at? How can we strategically create a plan for you? Everyone's different. There are certain principles that we can build out and put in place to allow you to succeed, but it's figuring out what you've done, where you want to go and creating a customized roadmap to allow you to get there. That's interesting. So for you personally, do you believe that the majority of the people you work with have untapped potential and there's something that they could do to realize that untapped potential? And if so, what, what, what are the key elements to that? What are the key things that most of the people you coach and, and train can do? Yeah. I mean, I think it comes back to two areas. The the first side is, you know, understanding that gratitude piece. And, and I say it all the time. I'm so thankful and grateful. I was born legally blind. If I could go back to birth and change it, I wouldn't do so. It's the best thing that's ever happened to me. And I think that if you can find a little bit of gratitude in the challenges and adversities you face, it allows you to be more successful. It's helped to create the businesses I have, the determined to the athlete I became, create the relationships I have. And so because of that, I'm thankful. And I think that you need to sometimes take a step back and, and find gratitude in the challenges you face, no matter how hard it is. On the other side of things, it's also about how can we tactically um, get things done? You know, so often specifically with like the speakers side of thing, not the companies, but speakers that we work with. Most speakers from that I've worked with a lot of them, I mean, some of them are, but a lot of them are not true business owners and they struggle to understand what they need to do on a day-to-day -day basis. And it comes down to the fact that you are not just a speaker. Things are not just going to fall on your lap. You know, you're not going to get to just speak a hundred times a year because, you know, a million people reach out to you. You need to run it as a business and helping them understand that and turn their, you know, for a lot of people, hobby into a, you know, actual profitable business. I love that. I love that. Well, that's amazing. As we're approaching the end of our time, how can people get a hold of you? and uh, hire you to, to coach them, to come to your workshops? What's the best way to, for people to find you? Yeah, you know, you can reach out, Aaron at AaronGollub.com, you know, just on social media, Aaron J. Golub, and, you know, happy to, happy to chat. Okay, that's amazing. We'll include that in the show notes. Uh, guys, go to his website, AaronGolub.com, and we'll, uh, we'll definitely include that. Aaron, thanks so much for being on the show, and we'll look forward to having you on again. Sounds good. Thank you. All right. So here's the thing. We try to get a little bit better every day, but we can't do it without you. So if you like the video, make sure to like and subscribe below. And if you have any comments, just leave them in the space under.